We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So I know you just mentioned it was a big topic last week, actually. We were talking about it, and that, that one guy, obviously, was Dan Shaughnessy. So I'm just curious. You're, you always have a good relationship with Dan during the year? I mean, you know, your career? Or was there ever an issue with him? It's funny that you asked me that question because you know the exactly answer about that. <laughs> yeah, I do. I just thought I'd like to hear you. <laughs> you know you, you know, Dan Shaughnessy has been an ass to everybody. So what can I tell you? I mean, it, it's not a surprise for me. It's not a surprise for y'all. <laughs> he didn't vote for me. So what can I do? I mean, seriously, you know what I'm saying? That's not going to stop anything. It's just, it just one guy that didn't vote for you, and nothing you can do about it. But, I mean, this is a guy that he just like giving hard time to everyone. So. Second hour of WEEI, late night with KJ, 617-779-7937, the Harbor One hotline or the text line. 37937. That's Big Poppy on Maloney and Fourier earlier talking about his thoughts on Dan Shaughnessy and this whole Major League Baseball Hall of Fame voting. It's a shame. So I went back and looked to see what happened last year because last year nobody got in. It's just like, oh. so Poppy's up this year. Uh, A-Rod is up this year. And the big story is this is the last year that Schilling, Bonds, and Clemens can get in. And this is why I say baseball is literally watching the greatest sport dance the night away into oblivion because of idiots like Shaughnessy. Now, I don't know him personally, but you know what they are. Bunch of damn nerds. Thank you. Nerds! 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 Shaughnessy's only vote last year was for Jeff Kent. And when you see something like that, you're like, okay, so are you trying to wield some of your nerd power because you knew that one of the more infamous dugout blowups happened between Barry Bonds and Jeff Kent? Now, don't get me wrong. Jeff Kent is, is, is a Hall of Fame type player, but here's the great thing about when you play second base in the major leagues throughout the course of your career. Hell, if you hit over 120 home runs, they're going to be calling. Second base, it's like Honus Wagner, Joe Morgan, is Dave Concepcion. Did he get in? It's because the second baseman traditionally does not hit. But you purposely went out of your way to only vote for Jeff Kent. That's what you are. This is who they are. 
a bunch of nerds. Bunch of damn nerds. Nerds! That's the problem. You know, on Twitter, and I sometimes tickle the fancy up there when I see something pop up. Someone literally had an argument with me, with me, and I don't know why I argued, but when they said this, I was just like, wow. People need to get away from the desktop computers tweeting. Someone tried to tell me that Bobby Gritch was a better player than Ryan Sandberg, just based on numbers. What are they? Bunch of damn nerds. Nerds! Do any of these writers do... I think it should be mandatory that these writers sit down in a room and watch the original uh, Bad News Bears. The last 30 minutes. They don't even have to watch the whole movie. Watch the last 30 minutes and understand how the game works. Why he asked the kid to take to be hit by the pitch. How he's trying to get the lineup down to Kelly and to Tatum O'Neal because he knows he'll be able to drive in runs. While Ahmed bunts the ball because Ahmed has not been hitting the ball all year, but he needed to get on base. The emotions from the game are being stripped. If I was Poppy, I would feel the same way because at the end of the day, you're going to start talking about putting in relief pitchers who couldn't even, just because they make, just because they played 10 years. So I looked at some of the other votes. Here's a guy named Mike Walder. His only vote last year was for Omar Vesquel. What are they? Bunch of damn nerds. How about Randy Miller, who says Vasquez, uh, Vasquez, and, and 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 Wagner? What are they? Nerds! Now, David Lemon, I give him credit. His only two votes were for Bonds and Clemens. I mean, that makes sense. But then you've got people who sit here and say, like, Bob Baum, Troy Hudson, Scott Rowling, Schilling, and Wagner. What are they? Bunch of damn nerds. Oh, Kirby Arnold, this is sweet. Todd Helton, Andrew Jones, Jeff Kent, Scott Rowling, Schilling, and Wagner. What are these writers? Nerds! Oh, this is a sweet one. Mel Antonin, Burley, Helton, Hudson, Hunter, Jones, Kent, Roland, Vesquel, Wagner. What are these writers? Bunch of damn nerds. Nerds! You're killing a sport piece by piece by piece. While constantly saying that they are trying to grow the game, which is the most frustrating part. You you remember the the slogan where uh, Glavin and Maddox were in the commercial say, chicks dig the long ball? This is when the nerds showed up and said, we're going to start taking over with our numbers. We're going to take over the sport. We're going to give you a bunch of numbers. Now, look. I have a minor that included a st- how statistics work. And the first thing I tell you is you cannot count all the variables. You couldn't. Like if you say just something basic as what they hit versus left-handed versus who they hit who they hit against right-handed. Okay, my question would be is, all right, who did they hit behind when they hit left-handed and was it different than who they had hit behind when they were right-handed against the right-hander? Did you take that into account? No, but what are they? Bunch of damn nerds. Nerds! I love that scene in Revenge of the Nerds. Because then they all get the, the pies together to trick the nerds. Let's see, with baseball, no pies have come for you nerds. None. None. 
to get it to the point where Bonds and Clemens. Here's another thing that I saw someone mention uh, when in this this conversation where someone was trying to tell me that Bobby Gritch was better than Ryan Sandberg, and I had to remind him, hello, I never saw them pitching around Bobby Gritch. He said, well, I've never seen it around Ozzie Smith. I was like, you dummy. Ozzie Smith hit a game-clinching home run in the 85 NLCS. But what are they? Bunch of damn nerds. Unbelievable. So the war conversation, it just boggles my mind. Well, do you know why players get replaced? I said to him, I said, well, what do you think Bobby, what do you think Barry Bonds war is? And I don't look it up or it up because I'll tell you what it is. It's 30 years. Pittsburgh has not recovered. I don't care what position or what player you put out there. The Pittsburgh Pirates have not recovered since 1992. But what are these guys that are telling me all about baseball? Nerds! Yeah, how, how, try that on for war. They say, well, you don't understand replacement. Yeah, I understand how a franchise has not been the same since a guy left. Yeah, you still haven't replaced them. Again, all these variables that take you away from the element and the dirt of the game is why chicks don't dig the long ball or don't even watch the ball game at all. And now here you are playing games with, oh, does Poppy get in or not? Or does Bonds get in or not? Oh, now the thing with Schilling, it, it's, it's a little more personal than it is professional. And I could argue that maybe the holdup on Schilling is some of those years in Philadelphia where the teams weren't good. He was striking out everybody, and so was the rest of the team. I think if Schilling played two more good years in Boston, he would be a shoe-in. He would already be in, despite what you may personally think of him. And you might hate the war stat, but guess who he sits above, right above all-time war? Who? Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> and he's directly below... Pete Rose, who's not allowed in the Hall of Fame because he did a thing that people do on the regular now, which is bet on games. Yeah. Pete was a little ahead of his time for the wrong reason. Pete, a, pi- I, a pioneer. A pioneer, KJ. Well, the thing, the, th- the thing with Pete Rose was the gambling was the straw that broke the camel's back. There were so many underlying issues that were going on with Pete Rose that they were just like, this is the thing that we could get, get rid of him for. But when you start getting into these... Because now we're looking at bad pitching. Like, this is, it's amazing. I came up at the time where you started to hear the argument from some of the people before with expansion is going to ruin the game. You know, going up against pitchers who play for the San Diego Padres is only going to dilute stats and make them less valuable as they were. And and adding, you know, the extra games, that's going to, you know, that's going to do something to the game. That's something different, right? Because at the end of the day now, anybody can go get any prospect they want. You know, in terms of that whole expansion argument, the Padres got to the uh, World Series in 84. Sooner than most most franchises did. The the Astros were really good into the early, in the early, into the 70s. So, like, it didn't take them long. The Expos were on fire in the late 70s, early 80s. And they'd only been around since, like, 70. If you want a fun fact, the very first catcher ever drafted by the Montreal Expos went to high school with my mom. Okay, yeah. I mean, for those who are listening in our francophone countries. 
But come on, guys. If you're literally going to tinker around or you're going to be like Shaughnessy and say, I'm going to just vote Jeff Kent. And did you see when him and Bonds got, I'm not going to vote in Bonds. You know what that is? You know what they are? Bunch of damn nerds. Nerds! 617-779-7937 or the text line 37937. Matt, I feel like I've cathartic, uh, in a cathartic way, and I've made that word up just quickly. You catharted it out. Yes, catharted it out. Yes. I had to get that out because here's a game that I love, played, understand from the rooter to the tutor and then like what fascinates me is like the god of stats and sabermetrics is billy bean who only had 300 appearances in the league it's like okay like this is not like you know some grandiose thing and sabermetrics who's like the father of that was a guy who was stolen on i like he was a catcher and if i remember the story correctly he gave up 11 stolen bases in one game and quit the game the very next day well, that's why they become nerds, because they couldn't hack it. Hit it! One, hit that John Goodman one more time for me. Bunch of damn nerds. Billy B. Nerds! All those guys. Those Bill James. Your, those are your leaders. That's the guy's name, Bill yeah. James. Those are your, this is who's going to dictate and determine why they get in. Scott Rowland, let, let's get rid of a couple of things right here. Kill me with the BS that, hey, they made 10 All-Star games. There's a guy named Mike Sweeney who played for the Royals every year who was hard. I mean, the teams were horrible, but guess what? He's like an eight-time All-Star. Everybody, every team, no matter how bad they are, sends an All-Star representative. That is more dilutive to anything than expansion or, you know, oh, don't put the DH in both leagues. Like, we don't want to see people hit. Unbelievable. And then this win over a win against replacement thing. Man, there's a term that starts with miss me with that. You know, I'm, I'm not going to say the rest of it because <laughs> I know it's the blue hours, but I'm not trying to go dark, that dark. But miss me with that bull. Over the replacement, so you're in the GM's office and know why they've decided to go with somebody else? <laughs> you haven't factored in the cost of attendance or attendance up and down and stuff like These are all variables that you have to factor in on the replacement. I mean, hell, I still remember when... The Mets got rid of Kevin Mitchell and sent him to San Diego. Kevin Mitchell will end up becoming like the, he became like the league MVP like four years later. He replaced Kevin McReynolds. I don't think he passed Kevin McReynolds on the roar for his, for his five seconds that he was there in San Diego. And Kevin McReynolds did not, he did not replace the roar or whatever when he came to the Mets at that time. Watch the last 30 minutes of Bad News Bears. Nerds. Nerds! Time to trend. Gresh and Keith, weekdays 10 to 2. Now here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. The Celtics broke everybody's heart tonight again. Uh, Another fourth quarter collapse i guess you could call it they were only up by six with about five minutes left but they really couldn't get it done going basket to basket at the end there the blazers put out uh, a massive performance by yusuf nurkic sorry 29 points 17 rebounds eight assists the celtics tatum had 27 10 and 7 brown had 22 the only other guys to go into double figures were grant williams and romeo langford 
The Bruins, they got the night off tonight. They got a win last night against the Capitals, but some lingering issues from that one will hold Anton Bleed and Brad Marchand from playing tomorrow against the Winnipeg Jets. Puck drops in that one at 3 o'clock. Game's home at the TD Garden, home ice for the Bruins. NFL playoffs, second round kicks off tomorrow with a couple of interesting matchups. At 4.30, it's Vrabel and the Titans as they host the Red Hot Bengals. The Titans get Derrick Henry back on the field after missing his last nine games with a fractured foot. The evening game tomorrow, Jimmy G and the Niners against Aaron Rodgers. That one's at Lambeau at 8.15, and the winner goes on to see either the Rams or Tom Brady and the Bucks. And lastly, going to run through a few of the rumors going around the NFL for head coaching and front office vacancies. As, as of this morning, there were about a dozen of those vacancies still up for grabs. Todd Bowles and the Vikings are talking about the D coordinator position while Minnesota still looks for their GM. Ben McAdoo was just hired in Carolina for the offensive coordinator spot. And Joe Shane hired for the Giants general manager position, and he'll be in charge of finding them a head coach to replace Joe Judge, another one of those coaches from that Belichick coaching tree that KJ's not a big fan of. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then the Broncos. The bad fruit. Ugh. The Broncos just pounding their head against the wall interviewed Eric Bieniemy, the Chiefs offensive coordinator, in what is to be said the, the Denver's 10th, and final interview, looking so for their head you, coach. What do you think you can do with Drew Locke? Uh, yeah, where's your bathroom? <laughs> oh, please, I'm a bit. Don't don't get me started. I'm a big fan of Drew Locke's, but are they, you serious? They can't unleash him. They they gave him a receiving core that had three former first round picks hurt. What was he supposed to do with it? And then they replaced him with Teddy Bridgewater. Don't don't even get me started, KJ. It's a whole thing. I like I like the kids' physicals. Maybe, maybe you should apply that. I know. Well, clearly they need somebody that knows what they're doing in Denver. I'm Matt Durant, and that's what's trending now on WEEI and WEEI.com. More KJ on EEI Late Night next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. No baskets after the seven nineteen mark in the fourth quarter. What what happened down the down the stretch there? Uh, I think our execution wasn't as crisp as it had been. Um, you know, they obviously went after Jason and took him out a little bit there, blitzing and and throwing double teams at him when when they did switch. And you know, we weren't as crisp, had some turnovers, but also missed some open shots that obviously would change the game if we hit those. But 
you know, it's a little disappointing because we had been better in those situations, execution-wise. And, you know, it's at times as simple as it sounds, it comes down to making some open shots. And they dared some guys to make it and took it out of his hands. And we didn't, didn't make them pay. WEEI Late Night, part of the WEEI Sports Radio Knock. Boy, I can tell him it's getting late for me. That's what I, or maybe it's just my frustration. These Celtics, that's Coach M.A. talking about no baskets made pretty much for the last 30 minutes of your viewing pleasure of tonight's Celtics game. Jeez. Sometimes I can sympathize when people say, these guys make all that money. But then I think, you know, that that's really in something deeper, you know. If you really want to stop that, then you probably should, you know, GPS your kid to the to the prom. I'm kidding. But it's frustrating where everybody talks about, man, Tatum and Brown, Tatum and Brown, Tatum and Brown, and that's that's what you get. And if it's good, it's really good. And when it's bad, it really shows up. So here's where I will give Tatum his flowers if I'm going to be a softer, gentler KJ about these Celtics where let's just let's just call it what it is. It's a team that's below 500. The, the trade deadline is a, is a hop, skip, and a jump away. This team's got to be a seller at, in some regard. Uh, you know, peace sells, but who's buying as Megadeth once asked? That's not happening here. But Tatum did get to the line 14 times tonight. And you're like, really, this is what you're going to come out of tonight's game with? Coming, But look, it's got to start somewhere. Now, the complimentary 0 for 6 from 3 does not help at all. But I would rather see 11 for 14 and maybe like 2 for 6 from 3 than to see like 0 for 7 from 3 and like 4 4 or 5 from the line because that tells me you're not even going to the hole. And this is where the 2J strengths are supposed to be, going to the hole. I mean, in this NBA... This would be the time to go to the hole. They can't foul. They can't foul you. They can't touch you. I mean, Jason Tatum has his own like he's got his name on potato chips now. So he's got his name and likeness on. Have you had those potato chips, Matt? The Tatum chips? Yeah. No, I haven't. I've had the oh, pasta, pasta. My wife swears by the Tatum chips, and I'm like, okay, why do we keep all the bags around the house? Is there some type of Tatum fetish going on? No. <laughs> but actually, the chips are good. And that's how you know you're going to get the foul calls when you go to the hole. If, you, if your face is on a bag of chips, you have to have some kind of confidence in that. Know your brand. If I can speak one-to-one to where some of the heads are in the NBA. Know your brand. If you're on a bag of chips, the ref has got to blow the whistle. I mean, that could be a that could be a commercial. Can't you see it? Tatum, keep going to the hole 14 times a game. Go to the free throw line 14 times. Take the fouls. And then make the commercial. You know, they blow the whistle. You take a... A chance to eat the chip and then shoot your free throw. Go to the hole with Jason's. Well, I don't want to say the brand because then we're getting into But it makes per- perfect sense if I'm I'm trying to help your brand if we're not going to get wins. Jason, uh, Jalen, seven for 20. Two for seven for three. So between Jalen and Jason, two for 13 from three. 29% from three-point land. But Grant Williams, three for five. I could care less. He's a sniper. Yeah, okay. He's a really intelligent guy, though. He, he's I, one of the only players in the league flirting with a 50-40-90 uh, season, which is crazy. 
Yeah. Well, meanwhile, the Celtics flirt with a 490 season. <laughs> all right, that's that a low percentage. blow. <laughs> yeah, that's what, yeah, all that. That's really great when your team is heading for a 490 season. 109-105 to the Trailblazers tonight. We're up by 13 at the half. It's tough. So I can go. I've, I've gone on the record. I, I'm a dummy. I, I thought that the Celtics would turn it around. I thought they would have an eight-game winning streak when they played the Knicks twice and the Pacers twice in that same week to carry on from and would beat the Spurs. I, I was a fool. I thought that the Celtics could go 14-3 and three this month. <laughs> Silly me. Harbor One Hotline, 617-779-7937 or the text line 37937. Uh, I see a text. My eyes are bad. I see a text here about the Celtics. What you got there, Matt? Yeah, there's a text that's been lingering. I've actually kind of really enjoyed looking at this one. Uh, Every time you brought the Celtics, uh, the texter, 413 texter says, OMG, the Celtics really uh, mess with fans' emotions. Another two-game, quote-unquote, streak broken. (laughs) LOL, I might stop punishing myself and take up knitting. Well, even knitting requires points. <laughs> I, I, I mean, if you miss a needle point, it, it's called needle point. And the Celtics are behind on point. I, it's, well, needle point can be kind of relaxing. I mean, it will relax you. But in, in terms of what you're seeing with the Celtics, I don't know. It, this might be the time where you bond with family with some of these games. I'm, I'm still going to watch. You know, Cedric is a friend, so I, I love enjoying hearing him. But at the same time, you know, like, gosh, if you knew that the Celtics were going to blow a 13-point lead at halftime, wouldn't you have just told, like, your, your 10-year-old daughter, like, hey, come on in here, we can go ahead and watch, hey, they've got Fat Albert on Prime. We can watch the Fat Albert movie with Kyla Pratt. You know what the unfortunate part is? Is that a week ago, or two weeks ago, well, yeah, about a week ago, they were the distraction from the blowout the Patriots were suffering. But, you know... No, because it was it was bad in motion. It was, I mean, well the Patriots were the well the Patriots were the distraction because everybody watched that beating, and you know the Bruins and the Celtics both had games that night. So it's kind of like you remember it was, it was very similar to like remember doing the uh, doing the Red uh, the Red Sox parade when the Bruins fired. Oh yeah, hiding the news a little bit. Yeah, exactly. You know, so when you're like, hey, well. Well, what's going to happen? I mean, doesn't matter what happens with us. We won't be the talk. We they won't be talking about us. But I mean, just size matters. You see it again tonight. Jerkic just absolutely went off for the Blazers. They could not stop him. They couldn't. And and when you have no size, and again, I mean, okay, I understand Robert Williams is out for, you know, for for family reasons and just returning, so he's just getting his legs back. I mean, he was what two for four. We still got you 10 rebounds, but gosh, it's a man on an island. That's what I said that the Celtics have to do. They've got to look at size. They've got to look at size. But I don't know what you're going to get at the trade deadline when you're under 500 and you're sitting in 10th in the East. All right, let's do NBA crypto. Look around the NBA, see who you buy and who to sell. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, sell all your sell all your your Celtics crypto, sell all of it. <laughs> I've been trying to hold on to it for so long because usually once I get down to like the tenth team in the in the in the division, it's like, are you really you really still buying that? Like I had to tap somebody on the shoulder and be like, can you believe I'm still holding this particular crypto? They're like, why? I'm like, 
just because there might be the sudden surge. They might find like gold under the uh, bro it's trade deadline. So we present here on late night NBA crypto. Hit it. Bang Stu, gonna be in the moon. One dollar. Thank you, Lewis. Bang Stu, gonna be in the moon. One dollar. Thank you, Lewis. One dollar. Gonna be in the moon. You're smelling, Mortimer. Well, that's ridiculous. Oh! <laughs> Turn those machines back on. Turn those machines back on. NBA crypto has gotten more interesting than probably around November because of some developing things happening around the league. So we'll start in the Eastern Conference where the Bulls remain number one. They're on a win streak. They're up by only a half game. And Lonzo Ball is gone down with a meniscus injury out six to eight weeks. I think that's going to cost the Bulls because sometimes when you're a young team, it's important to have someone who scores and someone who likes seeing their teammates score. When you don't have that person who likes seeing their teammates score, the distributor, the ball can get cluttered. I'm not buying. I'm actually selling the Bulls right now as the number one team in the East. The number two team in the East, the Brooklyn Nets, who are piecemealing and doing everything, including, okay, so maybe our maybe our coach was pointing to one of our players to do something and didn't knock the ball on purpose. The Nets are an interesting franchise, and you can smell the desperation all over them. Between KD Hurt and Kyrie playing on the road only and taking some losses, they're almost they're almost as dysfunctional as the Lakers, but they're close. But they have some slippage, even though they're 16-5 and five on the road. They're only a half game behind the number one slot, but I am selling Brooklyn at number two. Because the third team, they have been ripping it up. Now, even though they've lost one, but still, watch out for the Miami Heat. They're third spot. They're half game out of the number one spot, and they've got all things rolling like clockwork. I'm buying the Heat to ascend up the charts here in the Eastern Conference. And the same thing with team number four, the NBA champion, Milwaukee Bucks. They're rolling. Ah, they've lost four of their last six, but geez, 15 and eight at home, 13 and 11 on the road. Ah, I'm buying them to continue to move up the ladder. They're just putting pieces together at the right time. Now, this is the Enigma Crypto of the NBA at five in the East, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Two and a half games out of the lead for the conference. 15 and 10 on the road. That's their secret sauce. They've won seven out of their last 10. Woo. I'm going to buy them at five. I just got to do it at this point. At number six and possibly the team with the MVP of the league, the 76ers. They've won seven out of their last 10. They're 16 and nine on the road. 10 and 10 when they play next door to where Ben Simmons is allegedly getting help. So here's team. Here's a team that literally is 500 at home and can't get it done. They hear all the noise, but yet are sitting in the sixth spot and have won seven of the last ten. I think the Sixers only get better if they get some help on buying the Sixers to really make a run. Now this team, 
They are providing the excitement that the Celtics are supposed to. And what do you know? They provided it right in TD Garden the other night. The Charlotte Hornets, they won three in a row. They've won seven of their last ten. Even though they have a losing record on the, on the road, the idea is you want to play 500 basketball on the road and dominate at home. And that theory is kind of getting across at 13-6 and six in Charlotte. They've got a nice balance. Gordon Haywood is looking nice. LaMelo Ball. Uh, this is a team, I mean, does, does a tear come to your eye when you see Terry Rozier out there? It does to mine. I'm buying the Hornets to be even better than seven. Now the Raptors sitting at eight. This is a team that like sometimes shows up, sometimes they get hot. They're six and four out of their last ten. Ten and ten on the road, twelve and eleven at home, so they're nothing special. I could see this team doing a little slippage, so I'm selling the Raptors at eight. Oh, just just this is the crypto that's just absolutely taken the biggest tank this season in the Eastern Conference, and it's the Washington Wizards. They're a 500 team. That's where they've been floating. They're 13 and 10 at home. They have a losing record on the road. They've lost two in a row. They've only won five in the last five, but they have some nice pieces. So I buy the Wizards getting hot late, especially if Bradley Beal's still around. So I'm buying the Wizards going forward in the Eastern Conference. I hate to do this. The Celtics at 10, Knicks at 11, Hawks at 12, Pacers at 13, then Detroit and Orlando. They're not going anywhere. So that's your Eastern Conference. Now over in the Western Conference where things are, are getting interesting and getting interesting fast. Now the Suns, they are starting to run away with it. 35-9. and nine. This is the same Suns team that the Celtics beat. They think about this. The Suns don't even have 10 losses this year, and one of those losses are to the Celtics. That's a great quiz question right there. 17-5 and five on at home, 18-4 and four on the road. They've won five in a row. They're starting to pull away in the West. I've got them as the number one seed in the West for sure. At number two, the Golden State Warriors having a little bit of slippage. Klay Thompson is back, so I give them time to get their footing together, but I'm going to sell them at the number two team, and I'll tell you why. The Memphis Grizzlies are not going anywhere, and it's happening for them fast. They've won eight of their last ten. They embarrassed the Lakers. They're 14-7 and on the road. Good God. John Morant has got to be one two in the conversation for mvp this year i'm buying the grizzlies at three at number four the utah jazz they're on a they're in a slump that game they lost to the lakers they should not have lost i think the the, the soft term might be showing up a little bit with this team three out of their last ten they've won they've lost two in a row I'm selling the Jazz at four just because I don't know where their identity is right now. Turn those machines back on! Turn those machines back on! I think the Mavericks, who are sitting at five, may continue to do some things. Not so great at home, not so great on the road, okay at home, but they've won eight of their last ten. If you've got Luka Doncic, you got a chance, and I can see them moving into that four spot. Even though they're three and a half games behind the Jazz, I buy the Mavericks advancing uh, in, in the in the conference standings. Oh! 
At six, the Denver Nuggets, they've won six of their last ten. I, I'm still trying to figure out how they've been able to piece it together. It's kind of a feel-good story, but I don't see them being able to make it to the finish line. I see the Nuggets dropping further down in that six, further than six in the Western Conference. I'm selling them. L.A. Lakers, big-time fakers, 500 basketball team for all that money. Six and four of their last ten. They're eight and 11 on the road. Oh, and you know the prices go up when LeBron comes to town, so that makes you, well, maybe that's part of the whole act of the show. We beat LeBron tonight. It's just like, okay, good. Um, The Lakers, because they have so many pieces, don't be surprised if one big piece does not get dealt off that's not named LeBron or that has some type of name to it. So, I think they're going to make one big desperate move, and I'm going to buy the Lakers getting out of that seven spot with the Nuggets ahead of them. So I'm buying the Lakers to do better than where they are. <laughs> All right, right behind them, the Clippers, they're just under 500 at four, a 489 percentage. See how good my math is, Matt? I said at the Celtics right now are like a, four, like a 490 team, and what do you know? One game below 500, 23 and 24, which the Celtics are is 489 (laughs) that's where the clippers are Uh, i'm not buying this team moving any forward they're just struggling to hang on with their two superstars gone i'm selling them even being at an eight spot gone the t wolves is the team that i say probably is the eighth and final team in the western conference they're six and four their last 10 they're 10 and 13 on the road they're not that bad on the road considering 12 and 10 at home you got Carl Anthony Towns. You've got Edwards. You still you, you have a, a what's the kid's name that uh, uh, that was there? Oh gosh, he's been traded a couple times. D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, that's it. D'Angelo Russell. I was about to say uh, the uh, singing chick, the snitch, when he snitched on uh, your boy <laughs> on Swaggy P. Yeah, Swaggy P. Yeah, uh, they've got pieces there, and if they're serious enough, I think this is a team that says, you know what? If we get to the playoffs, it's a major accomplishment for this franchise, and I think the Timberwolves will probably be your eight seed. I'm buying the Timberwolves to advance at this point in the playoffs. The rest of the teams in the West, I am selling. The Trailblazers, though, (laughs) I mean, how can you sell something that just won tonight, right? The Kings, look for them to be sellers. The Spurs, the Pelicans, they may be in the market to sell. The Thunder and the Rockets. The Rockets, I think, are just real. I mean, gosh, if you're in Houston right now, what, what what sport do you pull for? Football's been horrible. Basketball's been horrible. Baseball's not on tap yet. Wow. So there you have NBA crypto. Uh, just to surmise, I think the Nets and the Bulls will have some trouble. The Heat look really, really good. Watch out for the Bucks. Watch out for the Grizzlies. I think the Lakers will get things moving in the right direction. All right, we'll wrap this up here. KJ Late Night here on WEEI next. Night WEEI, part of the WEEI Sports Radio Network. It's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. You know, sometimes I joke that, you know, when I'm here on Fridays, it's like Isaac from the Love Boat or Venus Flytrap from WKRP in Cincinnati. Look, if, if you've been here for 16 minutes listening or for the whole two hours, I appreciate you stopping through. Uh, it really means a lot when people, you know, give you thumbs up and thumbs down. At least, you know, th- what. at least you know what they're giving you to thumbs up and thumbs down to. 
wouldn't want you to be like a sabermetrics person when it comes to listening to the show. Did you see? Did you see this? It's like, did you listen? Yeah, it was interesting what happened last night at the Bruins game. Huh? I, look, Washington is just, they're just in this team's head. And I think Brad Marchand is not going to be in tomorrow night's game. I I, I wonder if he's going to miss the road trip. They said he should only miss about one game. Um, they're hoping that tomorrow's the only game he misses. Well, against the Winnipeg Jets, that would be the game you want to ice up on. You know, <laughs> okay, the Winnipeg Jets are here. Get that. But look, I, I think the way things are shaking out with the NHL and with the Bruins and with the halfway point coming up, and, and let's just face it, just to be able to see hockey again, I think where we were at the end of last year, like, are these guys discussing something that we need to know about? So, I mean, right now where the Bruins sit, I barring one of these Pittsburgh miracle runs that Pittsburgh had you know, a few weeks ago, you know, the Bruins sit comfortably in eight to five points up and, and Detroit's five points back. And I've said here before on the show that in the construct of everything, um, you would want to see the Bruins and Tampa in an opening round matchup um, because you'd want to see that upset and and there be a storyline there, and for and and for and for the networks, by God, bless their hearts to have to try and sell Tampa Bay as the as the destination place to watch a hockey game to sell the product. No, the Bruins can be assassins in there. But they're different on the road. I, I, a few weeks ago, I said, you know, look, you know, the Bruins are one of those few teams where you can go to other places and you'll see Bruins sweaters at the place. Bruins are on fire on the road. But, you know, more goals, getting shots off more. But at home, sometimes it's just like, Pff. But when you got the Jets and the Coyotes and the Stars and the Kraken, you should get to Kraken on those. Tuca should be able to get good practice out of that. Not, not, not the audition <laughs> the Carolina game felt like it was an audition. <laughs> no, Tuka, no, no. You don't give up five to see if you're ready in the game. This is what practice is for. Get back over on Guest Street, bro. Lace them things up, man. Play some Rocky music if you need to or whatever's going to inspire you. But if he can get it together, especially tomorrow night and then on the road trip, uh, you got you got the game against uh, the Avalanche, and then you've got a game wedged in there as well with uh, Anaheim where those are two games that are going to really be a test of these are teams that are pretty equal or, or considered a little bit better point-wise and how you perform against them. You'd want Tuca to be able to come back and by the time Pittsburgh comes around, like you know, I think second week of February, it's going to be a big game because Pittsburgh is the, the team right in front of you and if you can shave off points right off of, in front of you, because they've been hot, I think that's just going to have to come down. Um, that's going to be, you want to have Tuca ready by then. All right, Matt, I have I have dodged kind of a bullet. I, I, I can kind of tell this. So the the Omicron variant of of COVID. Now I've I've tested negative my all this entire time. And what my secret has been, and it was even even before anything was coming, because to put everything in perspective, like where what was happening in Boston when people started whispering like I was working at another station and we we're about to do this party where Genuine was performing. And we were all agreeing, like, hey, you know, the stuff that's happening out in Washington State, Seattle, this might be the last time we all hang out. That was February 29th of 2020. So probably since end of 2019, I started taking, like, large amounts. (laughs) This is, I don't know if this is recommended. The FDA does it. But really hitting the supplements hard. Vitamin A, vitamin E, vitamin C, vitamin D3, 
lysine, uh, milk thistle. Uh, Toradol, HGH. <laughs> what are you mixing in there? Dinoball, right? I'm, I'm superstar <laughs> Billy Graham. Whatever Peyton Rod is my best friend. Whatever Peyton know? Manning had shipped to his house right. that summer I for his up neck. everything off of Clemens and the Manning's front porch. <laughs> you're, you're a package thief. What do they I call him? Pack, a package pirate? Yeah, pa- package pirate, right? Like, okay, there was a joke I was about to go there, but it's just a little too sensitive for our market. <laughs> what goes on? Shout out to Massacast. But, um, oh. but, but I took all these supplements, and like literally, sometimes, like B12 is in there. Um, Blue Varvain. Um, in fact, there's one. I kind of pulled a Manny Ramirez where. This one particular one, Red Clover Blossom. That's the name of it. Started taking Red Clover Blossom and one day decided to read the side of the package because I would read something what Red Clover Blo- Blossom does in terms of like hormone levels. and But it's it's good for like hormones and like menstrual cycles. So I told my wife, I said, you know, this thing I take, it's actually good for you. She said, then why are you taking it? I said, well, you know, as moody as my ass is. You notice I've gotten better? No, I'm kidding. But it, it it was like Manny Ramirez when he took you know the the female the female hormone and got busted taking it like I, I, well I, that that hasn't grown on me that but that's what's helped me kind of just kind of you know avoid the noid if you will and so am I vaccinated yeah but you know am I going to get to that conversation uh, hell no but you know when your kid gets it and your wife gets it and you're in the house. And then I didn't get it. I like, took a test last week, came negative, then took another one like four days later. That came back negative. And I was like, it's these multivitamins I've been taking. That like the 30 a day. The magic beans. <laughs> yeah, you know, they call the you know they have this one that's called a one a day. I take the I take the 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 other 30 that make up the one. <laughs> and then take the one a day, right? So um fish oil, uh, what else is in there? Um but that cranberry stuff like that. It's, it's not just, a vitamin, that's a berry. Well, it's not a cranberry. It's in it put it, it's like a super <laughs> it's like a superfood inside of a little pill. You know, but it, you know, I I've I've always said that, you know, uh, uh preparation uh will 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 get you pre- will will have you ready for the situation. And you know, yeah, I would say consult a physician. I'm no health expert here, but my goodness, my 10-year-old stays in my face all the time. My wife gets out of my face all the time, and, and I've been able to dodge it. So stay safe. Remember, hang out with WEEI all weekend, all four games on deck here on the station. I return Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Yes, daytime hours. A day to day. Woo! He can see the sunlight. Will he melt like a gremlin? Well, that's at night. No, nope, gremlins melted in the day. So Sunday morning, 9 a.m., 9 to 11, it'll be me and Mark Dondero. KJ and Dondero, get ready. Kids, it's going to be like getting your favorite cereal out for your cartoons on a Sunday morning. I know it's supposed to be on Saturday morning, but it's Sunday. So have a great night. Talk to you Sunday morning. Thank you so much for hanging out with Late Night WEEI. See ya! T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 